Hello and welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we're here to bring you all things Archie. Comics, that is. Yeah. None of this Archie Bunker that we totally know who that is. None of that. Nope. None of that bullshit. Fucking bullshit uh, is what that is. Here in episode... Wait, let me just double check. I think this is episode four. Episode uh, yeah. four seems right. Oh my god. According to the records, Megan, it's episode 99. Oh shit. Which means our next episode is 100. Guys, that's fucking wild. That's freaking crazy. Yeah, so... We started we- this like a month before the pandemic. And oh no, I don't want to think about that. That's the craziest part. But <laughs> we kept this shit up mm-hmm. throughout. And we are now quickly coming up on episode 100. It has been such a journey. We've gotten to know Archie. We've gotten to know Betty. We've even gotten to know Veronica. I could just name all the Archie We've comics gotten characters to know right Dilton. here. We've gotten Dilton. to know Reggie. Got Reggie. to know. Mr. Terry Lodge. Tate. Terry Pop, Pop Terry Tate. Tate. <laughs> what the fuck is it? Is Terry's it Pop Terry nickname. Tate or Terry Pop? I think Pop Tate. is the middle. Not the middle. Hiram Mr. Lodge. <laughs> Hiram Cash Money Lodge. <laughs> I would love it if that's how he introduced himself God, I'm at sure like, business meetings. There was at least a pitch in the 90s where one of the writers was like, now how about this though? Now how about... No- They've definitely had to do, like, Mr. Lodge gets hip for something, you know? Like, where they put him in, like, a backwards baseball cap and some cool shades. I've seen that. Yeah, Mr. Lodge? Yeah, I think so. Or something like maybe his business partner gets, like, hip or something. Like, what about Smithers? They've done that with Smithers, right? Uh, that are you thinking of the one where Archie and Jughead are beatniks, and then Smithers starts talking in beatnik and has to run out of the house for some reason? Because <laughs> that's what I thought. Mr. Lodge was gonna shoot him with a gun because he was or like, sh- "You fucking beatnik, get out!" Because that was the natural reaction to beatniks was hunting him for sport. At least from the rich, okay. it was. My friend Devin introduced yes. me to this uh text search. Basically, it's like a website where you can search. Most searches are through text, Megan. Uh, it, it searches like <laughs> fucking old, weird text-based websites. Not oh hell yes, not like GeoCities like, and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's basically the opposite of what Google does, where it's like let's find right. the smallest, weirdest website. The, so I it's searched like, Archie Google Comics. looks for relevance. This looks for irrelevance. Yeah, basically, I'll I'll put this in the episode description because I can't remember the name of it right now. But I did immediately search for Archie Comics to see what kind of weird websites there are. You get some good fan web rings. (laughs) I found this one article Uh about Archie Comics and the NRA, which is a fictional... (laughs) Basically, this person is like, "Uh, I found a leaked copy of the one-shot special Archie joins the NRA. Here's the transcript of it. And it's total bullshit that they made up. But it's amazing... (laughs) Um, I need to read this. You know, we'll do this on an, uh, on maybe, an episode or something. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe next episode. Maybe it'll be our 100th episode spectacular. We can do a screenplay of this. <laughs> oh, God. Do a staged reading. Yeah. Yeah. We get we a just, full cast. We just watched that um old radio play I was in as a child. We can get oh, some we did Foley do that. work. 
You can Here, hit up your crew and your cast. Let me just read as a teaser trailer. Maybe this will be a, a bonus episode. Ooh, that's a good Archie idea. Archie and Jughead are playing ping pong in Archie's basement. Archie makes a long shot, and Jughead goes back to play the shot, but runs into a plasterboard wall behind him. Revealed is a secret room. Inside what? are various a automatic panic room weapons, full of guns, what plastic explosives, Whoa. grenades, and propaganda books. Jughead. Jesus freaking Christ, Arch, you have enough weapons here to arm the goddamn Israeli army. Oh my no, God. Jug, just a small militia for now. But in time, I hope to be able to amass a sizable army. And so that, within friends, the concept, <laughs> yeah. it is Archie's like armory or something? Archie's armory. I love it. That does sound like a weird curiosity shop you would find downtown in like a big city. Yeah. But, like, not in, like, the cool downtown. <laughs> in, like, the iffy downtown. Yeah. It, like, in The Simpsons, that one guy. Real quick, just speaking of not... Oh, yeah, fucking Herman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but just real quick, speaking of non-canon Archie things that mm-hmm. we enjoy, um, I just need to highlight on one of the one of the accounts are, we officially follow on our official Instagram, which yeah. is, of course... Uh, oh, Jesus, where is it? It's Riverdale High AV. Um, but the one of the accounts we follow is called Cabinet of Curiosities. Yes, um, I'm familiar. With underscores. Yeah, I know you are. But <laughs> underscores between all the words. Yeah. Um, and if you've ever wanted to have confusing feelings about, <laughs> like, extra confusing feelings about all of the gals in Archie Comics... I don't think uh, it's that confusing. One up. <laughs> it's not that confusing. They're it just, just sexy complicates drawings. them. Oh wow, yeah. that one's just naked, huh? Yeah, there's oh, two I haven't with seen just the naked straight stuff. up boobs out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Um so so if you want to see some just straight up I d- don't know if they've done uh Archie's gals in nudes yet, but they've definitely done uh everything but for those <laughs> for Betty and Veronica. So yeah, <laughs> cabinet of curiosities. Uh, pretty fun <laughs> stuff. Some non-canon Archie uh, that we enjoy. And but yeah, feel free to send us five dollars for that uh, sick promo we did of you. <laughs> yeah, of cabinet of curiosities. Hope you enjoyed it. We enjoy your stuff. Uh, so before we spiral into our little perv hole that we're quickly yeah. digging for ourselves, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna pull us back, pull back on the throttle, <laughs> and slip into pull something. Pull back on that perv oh. throttle. Pull back on that perv throttle and slip into something a little more goofy. Thank God. Yes. So, to continue the series, Sorry, I know we, we're like we took five a... minutes in and we've covered guns and uh, nudity. So, what can we roll into next? How I about mean, we've just marriage? Hit, we're just trying to kind of get outside of our normal audience, I think. So, we're trying to <laughs> yeah. pull in that we're real trying to get that... conservative dad <laughs> <Yes>. audience. <laughs> Huh? That's why I've got my DILF shirt on. <laughs> yes, you do. Courtesy okay. of Dungeons and Daddies. Top notch podcast. Also, yeah. season two starting up, so if you haven't listened. Actually, no, don't listen yeah, to season two listened, without listening to season one. Start at the one. beginning and listen to season one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I know we took a bit of a break last week. I had to uh hit up our good man Roberto highlight some of his beauties but we're returning to the barn burning barn storming episode or series of archie the married life 
and we're starting right in with Archie marries Betty number three. So if you'll remember, this is the timeline where Archie and Betty live in New York City. New, New York, York City! City. <laughs> Thank God. And uh, Archie is currently working with his buddy Ambrose on the stage. If you'll remember, Archie ran into Ambrose at the restaurant Ambrose owns. It's just called Ambrose's Chow House. Good, good. After a bit of catching up, they decided to turn the restaurant into a rock club, as they kept <laughs> calling it. Archie is loaning Ambrose his amps and his soundboard like for his sound system. I that was just Archie's decision to do, right? Like... Archie yeah, was like, I mean, mostly, if you yeah. make your restaurant a rock club, I won't give up on my dreams. And you're yeah. like, wait, what? It does seem like just an easy way for Archie to get what he wants. Yeah. I guess Ambrose had been like, I always dreamed of opening a cool or rock club. Or a restaurant, club, which you or do Or a fancy have. restaurant. Yeah. He wanted like a, you know, hot cuisine, super fancy restaurant. Just but serve he'll some for foam it. at your diner and it's fine. I do love that the two dreams, though, are like CBGB, a grungy-ass punk club, or like the Ritz, <laughs> <Yeah>. Carlton. <laughs> like, I do love that, honestly. He's a man of, you know, of uh, Varied many interests. Tastes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, Archie is kind of like putting in, he's, he's helping physically build it. He's also putting in his equipment to help make it a proper club. And he says, you know, in return, I'm getting a stage out of the deal. In we return, get... I'll perform here every night and fulfill my dreams and not yours at all. I know. What if they don't get anyone else and it's just Archie performing every night at and this club? And then Archie's going to be whiny about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we see they've got signs up on the outside announcing the grand reopening of the Chowder House. Uh, club Chowder House. I'm sorry. That's the name of it. Yes. There is... No circumstance in which I would go to Club Chowder House. Definitely not. Definitely not. It sounds no. like you shouldn't eat or dance there. It sounds like They're I don't know why, but it chowder. sounds like what someone would say when they barf. Like, <laughs> like it sounds like a Club Chowder House or, or just something terrible. Yeah. Betty walks in. Uh, the married couple have a cute little exchange that at first I thought was Ambrose calling <laughs> Betty pretty cute. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> but no, it's uh, married couples being cute. Uh, we find out that she was at work for a few hours on a Saturday. And then she put up flyers for the club. And then she went around to some art galleries to talk uh, so wait, about. Is she yeah. fully in the art gallery now? She doesn't do fashion anymore? No, so she's still working for Saks 6th Avenue, God. which is so hard to fucking say. Yeah. Uh, she's still working for Saks. She had to, uh, what was it? She was working on the new training manual for Mr. Hugo uh, this morning. And then she's on the side, like, seeing if the art, uh, was it art agent, I think? Or, like, yeah. art, yeah, something like that. Uh She's seeing if it's for her, like if yeah. it's something she's good at, something she likes, and also helping out her loser husband and weirdo loser husband's friend. So uh, Betty is just time. like, um, at work, they're like, well, we can't, we're cutting your pay. Also, yes. can you take a promotion, but for no extra money? And she's like, And yeah, come in and work I on the weekends. So. 
Uh, presumably she's salaried, so that's also unpaid time. Yeah, not getting overtime. I yep. guess she can't drink coffee at work anymore. We covered last time. They don't right. allow her to have coffee because... Because she's not a designer. Yeah. And it was so like she's a whole deal also, about a $6 cup of coffee or whatever. She's also going to be doing a side job as this art gallery thing. Again, still unpaid as far as we can which, tell. Yep, does seem to be purely to promote her friend's business, maybe it does future seem, pay. From some stuff we'll see later, it doesn't look like she's even officially like she's literally like, Do I have the job? And her friend's like, We'll see. And <laughs> oh it's my like God. With what anyway, we'll get <laughs> there because it gets pretty but then wild. On top of that, she's doing fucking work for Archie's bullshit. Jesus yeah. Christ, Betty, you're such a doormat. Like, I know this is kind of her whole deal, but fuck. How old are you at like, this point? 30? Get your shit together. Especially, it's rough, too, because we were just in Riverdale in the last Archie Marries Betty with the Coopers and the Andrewses out for lunch. Mm-hmm. And the fucking Coopers are like, our wife is, like, raising your son some <laughs> more. <laughs> like, or our wife, Jesus, our daughter. <laughs> I, I knew something catch. wasn't right. <laughs> Our daughter is, like, raising your son some more. <laughs> he needs to step up. And they're like, fuck you. He's pursuing his dream. It's like, oh yes. Andrews, this is why your son sucks. <laughs> anyway. Also, so, like, yeah. what about Betty's dream? I bet it's not to work five jobs supporting her dumb husband. No, she probably wants to be a fucking writer, which there can't be two artists trying to live off of being artists. There can. They just have to, like... Be smart about it and not like right. be a whiny baby like Archie is, where he's like, "Well, the thing is, I like, want everything handed to me right now." And Archie's not even trying to do this as like a side hustle that he can build up. He's like, "No, I am a musician full time, yeah. even though I'm not getting paid or working." Like he refuses to do anything else. It seems like. So yeah, you know what most musicians do is they have a a day job. A day job. As an artist who has a day job, Uh I cannot imagine trying to quit my day job, actually a night job technically, and uh, (laughs) live off of my art right now. It's terrifying. But Archie's just doing it in New York fucking city, Yeah, the easiest place to make it as an artist. It's so easy to not have a job and live in New York. Yeah, that low cost of living they have there. Mm -hmm. Available apartments. Anyway. Yeah. Betty's not really sure what she's doing. She's like, I hope I went to the right kind of places. Uh, She's like, I got a few nibbles, but I don't know, man. And she's like, I'll talk to Ariel later, see if I did good. And then we just have a hard cut to the Cost Mart. Oh, yeah. In Hartsburg. Classic Archie location. Yep, never heard of this (laughs) fucking place. Reggie is starting a job as assistant manager. Uh, the manager remembers Reggie from having played football in high school. He's like, oh, my son played against you guys. Mm. Um, and he dunks mercilessly <laughs> on Reggie's football team. He's like, yeah, we we kicked your butts. You weren't bad, though. I wondered what happened to you. And it's like, oh. Cool. That's, cool that's energy. great. I'm sure Reggie loves hearing that. Reggie finds out he's going to be the roving customer service ambassador, which, you know, that job sucks. Yeah. And after the manager dunks on him some more and runs off, uh, some dude wanders up to him. While standing under a sign that says spark plugs, the guy is like, hey, where are the spark plugs? At least it's an accurate depiction of customer service jobs. 
Especially because Reggie is like, you're kidding me, right? And the guy's like, no, where are they? And he's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> and Reggie quickly realizes his job sucks. Yeah. Um, why is Reggie struggling with employment in this reality and like a business executive in the other one? What did he do differently? He didn't I, marry Betty or Veronica in any universe. It doesn't so. seem to make like I don't know why he could get a job at Lodge Industries in the Veronica marriage verse, yeah, and not the Betty marriage verse. Like you're, it is a good point. I guess it's just like he's unhappy with where he's at either way. But it's yeah. like, why does he have to be in different spots to be unhappy? I guess like, they just don't want to tell the same story twice. I mean, you're you're probably right. Although there are so many similarities between the timelines, it is pretty wild. God. Um, speaking of wild things, Waldo and Geraldine. Oh right, are I keep down forgetting about this whole thing. After a lovely breakfast, she's like, "Oh, thank you. That was just what I needed after my doctor's appointment." Yeah, because I'm gonna die from cancer or whatever. I paid very close attention this time. I think they go so far out of their way to never say what she's sick with like or like what the treatment like yeah so uh <laughs> waldo's like yeah nothing's too good for my bride to be oh and God. she's like hey we should talk about stuff uh he clearly is like he's just scared and like pretty upset which is pretty fair considering yeah, reasonable i just don't like him no i agree She's trying to reassure him that she's like, yeah, I'd rather not be dying. Um, this isn't fun I've, for me either. No, I am the one dying, Waldo. She's led a long, happy life. She's like, I've had lots of good friendships, and I'm about to marry a wonderful man that I love. And she's very much trying to go out with like the most positive attitude. Mm -hmm. Waldo has preemptive survivor's guilt, it feels like. Um, and is trying to nudge Geraldine towards some like experimental treatments. Yeah, uh, he's don't like, do that. you know, could add months to your life, maybe even more. And she's like, yeah, but the doctor also said I would get very sick and weak. And I don't want to do that. She's like, I would rather live to the fullest until I die than live a life of illness wishing I was dead. Which it's like, I turned to my girlfriend while I was doing this this morning and I was like, Archie does not has no right to get this. <laughs> Very sad. They did not, like, earn they not earn this. They have not earned this. Waldo's like, yeah, that's just what we'll do. Then, God damn it, we'll have the most beautiful <laughs> be wedding. So God damn it, I know he did. <laughs> Wish he did. We'll have the most beautiful wedding Riverdale has ever seen. And then she's like, don't forget, it's a double wedding. <laughs> oh, no, I did having... forget. <laughs> yep. <laughs> They're having Fucking a bullshit. double wedding with Svensson and Beasley. Um, <laughs> and the, at that point, they walk up in the uh -huh, background. Of course they do. And they're like, oh, hey. And she's like, shh, remember, no one else knows that I'm dying. God, this is the worst storyline. I hate <laughs> it. It's just, like, I don't even admire them for doing this because it's just, like, so soapy. It's such a soap opera at this point. Also, like, I get that it's her medical stuff and she gets to decide who knows about it. But also, Waldo presumably needs his own support network during this process. And right, it's right. kind of shitty that she's just like, well, I don't know what to do. Deal with it. 
Yeah, exactly. She's like, I have you, but you have me. And she's like, but you'll be gone. Yeah. Uh, Waldo says, greetings, fellow engagees, which is fucking awful. Oh my god, I hate him. It's fine, I don't care if he has a support network, he's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, um, what is it, Geraldine and Beasley kind of like pair up and they're like, oh, we're gonna do some wedding shopping. Svensson makes a great, like... Don't buy everything. Buy Yiminy. Oh, oh, Jesus. Good women be shopping humor. <laughs> oh, those women. Mm-hmm. Uh, Svensson is like, hey, aren't we lucky, man? And Svensson's like, I am lucky. And then he's like, I thinking to himself, I was lucky enough to find Geraldine while there's still time. Better not say that out loud, though, because it's a fucking no. secret, Waldo. While crying, though, I will say. <laughs> so it's crying. pretty obvious. He's, He's crying, crying, standing next to Svensson on the uh, sidewalk there. Svensson's just like, uh, yeah. You all right, Waldo? Yeah, okay. <laughs> let's, go get a, let's go get a beer, man. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see Waldo drinking a beer. <laughs> Fade in <laughs> on Lodge Manor. makes me think Manor. of the one where he like, has the spicy food and burps in that woman's face. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he would be like when he's you drinking. monster! <laughs> Everyone's like gathered around shitting on him. And then Archie's like, hey, he's a good guy. He just has pizza on his face for some reason. Oh my god. Anyway, I'm sorry. We fade in on Lodge Manor where Hiram reveals he's just acquired 17% of Saks Sixth Avenue's stock. Which, I guess, gets him a seat on the board. What's up, gang? We had, uh, we, we had a little bit of, if you're, if it's sounding a little wee different, wee. if the, uh, if the, the energy is a little different, <laughs> we you can feel the energy. the whole married life segment and realized our audio wasn't recording right. Yay! Yeah. My, my hard drive got full while we were recording, so it only recorded the first 25 minutes of my audio. So we're just, uh, we're rolling it back and we're taking it again. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. So, if I make the same joke a second time, sorry, I forgot. But they, they wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't. Well, if I already, <laughs> if I made it before the audio stopped, oh, I don't know exactly when. <laughs> okay, I see. Yeah, I'm gonna. If I, or if I don't make the, the joke I was gonna make. Sorry for Who that, knows? too. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, Hiram, I'm just going to kind of s- take us back a little bit, too. Hiram is basically in his office plotting about taking down Archie and Betty's life together. He's talking to this dude named Winters, who oh, yes. looks kind of like a tall, skinny Smithers. Uh, we learn that Hiram has acquired, I guess, enough stock and Betty's company not you know, her company the company you, she works at yeah when you buy stock in a company if you buy at least 17 percent, you get 17%. to pick one employee to fire just as a little perk it's one of those like <laughs> unwritten one of those rules businessman rules if yeah. you don't own Especially any percentages of man. companies yeah yeah well, only men have that much money that's right i don't know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's you mean true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you don't if you uh don't own stock in a company you wouldn't know this yeah, but I mean, uh, hmm. yeah so yeah he's got enough stock he's going to be invited to the board winters whoever the fuck this guy is also tells hiram <laughs> that archie and his buddy <laughs> ambrose's son <laughs> are so i guess he is told by the private detective that they are remodeling the uh dive diner as he says to make it into a nightclub ah yeah so 
They do. This was uh, some confusion in the previous record. <laughs> our last recording. Our last recording. Uh, so yeah, Archie, or I'm sorry, Hiram has that kind of like evil guy, like mm, more well, initiative I than I'll I thought. Call. But I must crush him. Yeah. Kind of thing. Uh, he's jumped into this without thinking it all the way through. I'll go- call the New York Department of Building Inspectors. And he's <laughs> now like, I like to think he's got like a red phone that just connects directly yeah, to... Yeah, doesn't even have to dial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just picks up the handset. And at that moment, he gets a phone call, dismisses Winters, and it's Mr. <laughs> Hugo from Saks, 6th Avenue. Yep. And he's, he's like, like oh, tell me your, your free employee fire that you would like. Yep. Pick your employee. And he's like, well, you had this young lady named Betty Cooper Andrews. And it's like he's leveraging the fact. It's weird. Like the way he's phrasing it, he's like, I'm not going to join the board unless you fire this girl. But like, and do I they want him to be on the board? Is he required to join the board? I like, I that. don't understand. I guess we're showing that we're not, you know, billionaires with this line. I of think reasoning. Archie Comics is showing that they're also not billionaires <laughs> with this line of reasoning, though. Um, while he's on the phone with this dude, he's looking out over Veronica, who's lounging poolside, and he has the thought, "I usually wouldn't waste my time destroying a nobody like Archie, but." By marrying Betty, he broke Veronica's heart, so I have to, because I offered him the chance to marry Veronica and divorce his wife, but he turned me down, and <laughs> no one weird, turns right? me down. Shocker, right? Um. Also, at this point, is his goal to get Archie with Veronica, or right. to fucking kill Archie? Like, Destroy I don't understand his what his endgame is. I I really don't know, because he then says, like, my little girl could have been happy again, but he turned me down, and so by the time I'm done, he'll have nothing left except for a big, empty hole where his life used to be. Which and then is a Veronica lot. will be fulfilled, I guess. I, is Veronica ever going to find out about this Archie destruction? Like, who knows, man? <laughs> Okay. Hey, so gang. Gonna jump up. <laughs> we had bridge. another. Also, There's we gremlins. are. Yes. <laughs> okay. So Hiram is trying to destroy Archie. Um, and meanwhile, Veronica. To make Veronica happy. The only thing that will do it is killing mark. Archie. So yeah, we don't know quite what the intention there is. Uh, Veronica sees Hiram. She's like, man, he's all about his job. Wish I had that much in my life, but I have nothing. I <laughs> I wish I had a job no to drown my life in, or gave a shit enough about my job. Uh, yeah, I guess she does have a we job. We learned she just that she care. runs the company's European operations, uh, which is just From perfectly Riverdale. perfectly vague, though. Yeah. Uh, she's like, you know, all the success in the world means nothing if there's no one to share it with. Well, we also and then don't she does... know what Lodge Industries does. They do everything, Megan. Come on. Yeah, they okay. fucking literally do everything. Um, what? Uh, she does that fucking Wolverine meme where he's laying in bed touching the picture. She does that <laughs> with like a, a picture of the gang and Archie. Yeah. Um, she's like, I don't have anyone to blame except myself. I took advantage of him. Can't blame him for going to Betty, but I just didn't think it would hurt that much because... I've never lost anyone or anything. That which doesn't is, seem right. Yeah, categorically false. Uh, um, okay, Veronica. She's like, no, I'm a lodge 
blast it. I don't lose. I don't. Oh, God, I lost the only person that ever meant anything to me. And I never told them or something like that. Cool. Cut to New York, where Betty is talking to her art friend, Ariel. Ariel is like, what the fuck? You talked to who? You did what? You walked into this gallery and you just showed them my portfolio? You just showed gallery owners my art? Asking and if they wanted to sell it? Veronica, How could you? Or not Veronica. Betty is like so worried she did something wrong. But no, she did great. It's the gallery her she went in. just wanted to psych her out for some yeah, reason. Yeah, just fuck with her, I guess. Uh, the gallery is like the best gallery in New York and her friend never had the nerve to go in there. So Betty just fucking killed it out the gate. Betty asks if she's hired, and then her friend's like, don't worry about that. What'd she say about my portfolio? (laughs) Your Uh, employment is irrelevant. Yeah, that's not the important thing here. My life is. Though it does seem like the gallery owner liked her stuff. She's like, it was fresh and original. She, her, you know, Ariel starts flipping out. She's like, does she want me to do a show? Does she want to meet me? Should I meet her? Should I go to the gallery? And she's like, whoa, chill out. She wants to meet you and come to your studio first. So Ariel's excited. Calls Betty calls the gallery owner on Ariel's phone. I don't know why she doesn't. <laughs> Betty can't use oh, her own phone. Okay. Or maybe Betty's too poor to have a phone is the implication. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Um, Then we cut to Riverdale again. Uh Presumably Riverdale. I think that's where Mighty Comics is, where Chuck and Nancy have their comic book store. You know, the best way to start your art career is open a slightly related side business. Yes, we've we've gone into links, but I still need to say, like, I, as a writer, would not open a bookstore as a means (laughs) to accomplish my writing goals. Like... It just is Not a bad idea. Not very well thought out. No. Um, I would open a bookstore just because I want to, but not to sell my own books no. or whatever. Nancy <laughs> is alone at the store. She's waiting for Chuck to get back from FedEx, which they just straight up oh, name as FedEx. FedEx. It's just cool. FedEx. Yeah. Uh, she's like, oh, there's not even any good emails to distract myself with. <laughs> Which is a wild <laughs> sentence I've never thought. I mean, I guess I haven't thought it because there's never any good emails. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She gets one, though, from Stark Horse Comics, a little fun uh, comics Stark industry Horse. joke. Um, started by, of course, Tony Stark. Yeah. Um, to start his comic <laughs> writing Todd career. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, she she's like, oh, maybe they want to solicit some new titles. Actually, they want to solicit her? <gasps> they liked her writing samples she sent in, but Ooh. they don't like Chuck's art. Or, oh, well, no. they want her, just not Chuck's art. I don't know if they yeah. don't like his art. And they're just like, we don't need artists. Exactly. Uh, meanwhile, at the FedEx, where they straight up just use the FedEx logo. So did too. FedEx sponsor this episode or what? I don't know. They're the only real brand I think I've ever seen in an Archie comic. Like Don't they forget, guys, next time you're at FedEx, Horse. use our code, Riverdale High AV, <laughs> to get a percentage a, off your I order. I would love if FedEx sponsored us. <laughs> Hit us up, FedEx. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Chuck is at the FedEx, and he gets a call, answers it, and it's Victor. I probably actually, now that I'm thinking, probably Victor Gorlick from yeah, MLJ Comics, who Chuck has sent some art and writing samples to. Nancy's writing his art. 
And mm-hmm. he's like, listen, we, we have all the writers we need right now, but I really love your art. You would be great for the new Mr. Justice comic. And the oh. deadline is tight. Are you interested? Wait, did you say tonight? Tight. Oh, okay. I was like, So, fuck. like, we need an answer soon. No, not like, hey, you got to do it. Uh, 40 minutes, it's due. <laughs> yeah. Cut to the cost mart where Reggie is working the customer service counter. Um, good, and good. you've got some real shitty customers. They're like, there's one dude who's like, why can't I return these cookies? I only ate a few. Oh, my God. Uh, some dude's trying to exchange his multiple packs of socks for a plasma screen TV. What is this store? It's like, I think it's supposed to be like a Costco, like Cost Mart. Yeah, I don't know. Probably, yeah. Meanwhile, what, Reggie's manager comes up. He's like, hey, you got to go. I don't know what the fuck this exchange is because he's like, you got to go on lunch break. And then Reggie's like, but all these people. And he's like, hey, man, customers are king, but lunch breaks are sacred. If you don't take them, you'll lose them. And then. And then he like <laughs> sends them, Reggie on his break them. and takes over the counter. And Reggie's like, "Well, you're the boss." And he's like, "Darn tootin', Skippy!" Oh my god! He literally says that. Uh, you keep at it, and only eight or nine years, you'll be a section manager too, just like me. And then uh, the next shot is Reggie's vest hanging on the time clock with his time <laughs> card in the time clock, and he wrote, "I quit." in red pencil on it. That's pretty great. It's a pretty good fuck you. Yeah, I, I do love that. like to think of that guy like still at the customer service counter like, when is he coming back from that lunch break? It's been 10 minutes. That's <laughs> how long say, we give you at Cost Mart. He does say he gets a 45-minute lunch break, which is... Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Like, I get 30 minutes at my job. I would kill for 45 minutes, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Elsewhere, yeah, because not in Riverdale, because the cost mart is in Hartsburg, wherever the hell that is. Mm, uh, back Hartsburg. in Riverdale, Veronica walks into Pops and is like, "What's up, Jug? How you doing?" And he's like, mm, "I'm I'm the low dog in this dog eat dog world." And she's like, "Nah, dude, I'm a I'm the lowest dog." Oh yeah, Veronica Lodge, millionaire then, heiress, from low the booth dog. in the corner, from the booth in the corner, Reggie's <laughs> like, "Nah." I'm the lowest dog. <laughs> God damn it. And then Jughead's like, don't listen to him. He's hopped up on ice cream sodas. I love the, like, euphemisms for drinking that they use in Archie comics. Yes, because in this <laughs> soap opera where fucking Grundy has, like, bone cancer or something, yeah. they can't have them have, like, a beer or whatever. That no. would be well, where would they have the beer? Up. There's no bars in Riverdale. Only wholesome chocolate shops. Damn. I wonder if that's... It is low-key, like, Pleasantville or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the one with Tobey Maguire and Reese Witherspoon? I don't, I don't know. know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't know that movie? That's a really fun it. movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Reggie tells them about how he just quit his job today and how it was a really, really bad job. And Jughead's like, yeah, that job sucked, dude. I'll get you a soda. And then Reggie's like, make it a double soda. A double soda. I don't know what that he, he means. Puts twice as much of the like syrup concentrate in there. <laughs> I was gonna say twice as much soda water, and so it's just like really, really <laughs> weak. Water down. He actually it's just, just like has LaCroix alcohol under with the like counter. A little, little. Yeah, he's just like pouring shots into it. Yeah, that's just how like they get away two with it. Slugs of bourbon and that fucking <laughs> chocolate milkshake. That actually sounds really good. Yeah. 
I sometimes uh, get a milkshake and then add alcohol to it at home. Hell yeah, dude. That's the mm. best. Uh, Veronica's like, yeah, man, I've been feeling pretty empty myself. And then Jughead's like, you know, what you need is a big old plate of burgers. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, I don't want that. <laughs> and then Jughead's and then like, well, like, well, give it to you anyway. Well, if you can't. Or he's like, you better get it while you can, because your dad's going to run me out of business, and we haven't... Hey, Midge, how much money have we raised? And she's like, none. No money. <laughs> and he's, he's like, yep, looks like all of us have shitty lives. And then Midge oh is God. like, hey, this looks promising. <laughs> and now, just bear with me to follow this, this uh, train of thought, okay? So, she says... The government has stimulus loans available for people just like us. To which Jughead says, okay. us? Do I need a partner to get a loan? Which, no, I don't know. that's yeah. not what that means. I think she meant collectively the people in the room. Or and like... then she says, sort of. It oh says they favor married applicants <sighs> over single ones, and we'd stand a better chance if we got married. And so Jughead's like, married? That is... Just about the most brilliant idea I've ever God heard. It's a deal. It. And then they shake hands and she's like, you put her there, honey. And then Reggie and Ron at the counter are both like, what the fuck? <laughs> the normal response to have to that insane thing. <laughs> yeah. And then Jughead's like, hey, Reggie, your soda's free now. And then Midge is like, I'll do some applications and I guess call my mom. Oh, my God. And Ron's like, did I just imagine that? And he's like, Jughead's like, nah, dude, Midge just saved my business. And Reggie's like, no, she meant the proposal. And he's Jesus. like, I guess she will have to write up a proposal for the business. <laughs> <laughs> and then Betty or Reggie and Ron are like, all right, I need uh, some air. I'm going to fucking dip. You're a crazy person. This is insane. Then we cut to Moose, who's walking his new puppy through the park, the puppy his yoga teacher girlfriend got him mm -hmm. uh the dog is just kind of going crazy tugging at the leash jumping at butterflies we learn that he's having some real troubles and then reg and ron walk up he's like oh hey i see sam's taking you for your evening walk and moose is like i'd fucking punch your ass reggie <laughs> but you're right and it's really wild i'd um, fucking punch your ass if if you weren't correct, I would punch you is like the implication of what he says. Moose just sucks. He does. He's really toxic. He does not get redeemed by this argument. Remember at when all. he broke the podium? He was so angry. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck off. Uh he's like, he doesn't listen this. to me. He chews my shit. He makes a mess everywhere. Yeah, it's he's almost a puppy. like he's a puppy. <laughs> yeah. God. Um, as someone who lived with a puppy for a month a year ago, it's hell. You also, can't do anything about it. His girlfriend sucks for getting him a puppy. He is not equipped for that at all. No. And you should never get people puppies. Especially because Moose is like, if I get angry at him, he gets scared. So I don't want to get yeah, angry. I don't know puppy. why she got me a puppy. Ugh. And then M Reggie is like, I think you just figured it out, dude. And then, and then Moose punches him and then he dies from head trauma. It's and then worse it's almost because of how trial. smug Moose is. Because. Moose is like, hmm, I guess you're I guess you're right, but I wouldn't feel so smart, Reggie, or something. And then he's like, What do you mean? And Moose just like 
grins and points down, and Reggie notices the dog has, like, pissed on his shoes. <laughs> and they look like some fucking, like, slip-on white vinyl Austin oh Powers God. shoes, too. Amazing. And Reggie's like, perfect end to a perfect day. And he storms off. And uh, Veronica's like, I'll see ya, Moose. And Moose, to his dog, says... Good boy. Which it's like gross. Fuck, fuck off, Moose. You're such an ass. Reggie's clearly having a bad day. He's been only kind to you in this exchange. Ron runs after Reggie and she's like, hey man, don't take it personally. He is a puppy. And he's like, I'm not angry at the dog. It just feels like the universe <laughs> tells me I fuck suck that all puppy. the time. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Can't control his bladder. Um, but yeah, he's like, I'm not angry at the dog. It just feels like the universe is telling me I suck. And he's like, I should have been, I don't know, just someone, a success with a home of my own and a family, a beautiful wife. He's got like the kind of like little fantasy of him in a car Mm -hmm. pulling up to the, it's great because it's like a fancy house with a big M over the doorway for mantle. And Veronica's like, I was so sure I knew where I was headed. I just took it for granted and let it get away from me without doing anything. And then they're just sitting next to a lake. Uh, watching the sunset, which oh, is pretty beautiful. cool. Okay. It's pretty nice. Uh, Ron's like, or I'm sorry, Reg is like, did you ever consider like settling for second best? And Veronica says, I'm Veronica's alive, like, sweetie. No. <laughs> we don't settle. We breaks down crying. We just suffer in silence with our stubborn, stupid dignity. Hard cut to New York, where Ambrose oh, and Archie have finished building the stage. It looks... Okay. And they're like, fuck yeah, we did it. High five. We did it, buddies. We're so cool. We're good friends. Cola to enjoy after that (laughs) one. A cold one. Yeah. Cola, that is. Uh, Archie's got fucking literally like torn off short sleeves. (laughs) So he's got like a little bit of a long sleeve shirt and he just was ripping it further and further his, up yeah. throughout the he day. He just flexed so hard that it kept <laughs> yeah. tearing. Yeah. Um, and he's like, we we did it. Nothing can stop us now. And then outside we pull out of the window and we see some mysterious figure with like a little notebook Uh-oh. writing Building shit down. inspector. And then rolling up to get them in trouble. That is the end of that comic. What a climactic ending. I know. What are we going to do until you talk about the next one, Ezra? We'll be on pins and needles. Like, I feel like there's so many wild things that happen in all of these comics, and they always end on, like, the, <laughs> the dumbest the, like, shit. The flattest note <laughs> that's, like, <laughs> not a climax. It's like Betty leaves Riverdale because she's sad. Archie's like, we're going to do it, baby, to Betty in one of them. And it's like, like do it on like Bet Grundy being like I have cancer <laughs> like that's a yeah. fucking cliffhanger yeah I don't know no but there you have none it of folks that. married so life our... <laughs> number three or something I can't even talk about how many volumes that there are for us to still Archie cover. marries Betty number three which is number six total out of which like nine hundred eighty four total uh how's our recording yes. looking Ezra are we good still. It is still good on this All end. All right, so I'm going to jump right into my comic, because I can't Hell talk about yeah. Archie the Married Life anymore, or I'll fucking kill someone. Yep, same <laughs> Archie, thing here. piece of shit. No, instead, we're going to talk about 
Spy Girls. There's a Z, a lot of Z in there, yeah. Uh-huh. Good. Back in action. The way it should be spelled. Yes. Oh yeah, it's accurately spelled. So of course you remember when I talked about Spy Girls. Of course last I remember week. everything from <laughs> Spy Girls. Um, now this is our our cover page, which mm-hmm. is, and now remember, Betty and Veronica are just in like Catwoman suits. Like right. from the right. the more recent Catwoman, it's like where totally she's got spies. like a utility belt. Um, it's black latex suit. They are high heels, and um, oh, they're both now, black. Like, yeah, they're black both suits. black. All right. And now in the first volume, they did have like white turtlenecks under their little cat suits. They do not anymore. So there is cleavage now. Oh, okay. Yeah, they just lost the turtlenecks. Volume two, they're like, let's get horny with it, yeah, babe. Get sexy. <laughs> let's do this shit. So we open on Betty and Veronica. I'm just looking at pictures of totally spies right now. I yeah, change that. <laughs> we open on Betty and Veronica chilling at Ron's house. Ron's like, "Oh, I'm now, so tired. Can we just can we watch remind some, the like- audience that this is just straight up normal Betty and Veronica, but they just like got Hiram to make them spies, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's basically yeah. just an alternate universe where, where they're if this were also a fan spies. fiction, it would have the AU tag. Um, right, where they right, are, right. They're just spies. On yeah. Good. Okay. So Veronica's like, can we just veg out and watch some TV? And Betty's like, no, I'm here to tutor you in French. Um, oh. <laughs> Veronica doesn't want that. And they're about to get started when suddenly the mirror starts beeping an alert. Okay. Virtual cool. map, Ron says. Show yourself. <laughs> it's like the mirror mirror on the wall. <laughs> I guess so. Um, and then they, they're like, oh, no, there's an incident downtown. Wait a minute. That's Lodge Industries headquarters. So I could have fucking bet dollars to donuts. It it was going to be at the mall. It opens like a little compartment near the floor. But then what we see them going down in an elevator. So I'm not sure if they like crawled through that hole in the wall (laughs) and then they were in an elevator or what. It's just a very small elevator. (laughs) They go down to their secret lab and Dilton's there. And I like to think Dilton just lives there and is always in this secret lab. I mean, uh, if you've got that lodge money coming in and to just do your weird time vortex experiments that he does or whatever. Yeah. So he's like, hey, girls, take the spy copter. And they both say costumes Great name. activate and their body just becomes covered in the co- There's like a weird panel where you can see them like... <laughs> It looks like, like nanotechnology it's just like wrapping around their bodies. You can see they both have their like normal shoes on and there's like black like fabric reaching down around the it's it's like some So it's like the fucking shit. venom suit basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um and he reminds them not to forget their secret identity contact lenses, which of course hypnotize <laughs> anyone who looks at them so they don't know their true identities. I mean, that would be dope, honestly. And I was like, at this point, I was like, so what, can these girls just fucking fly a helicopter now? No, they address this. Lulu the robot is programmed to get you there, Dylan tells them. I like the uh, James Cameron <laughs> style, like, ingenuity, <laughs> so they don't have to yeah. cover up the faces, too, I uh-huh. just realized. And they're I flying love- there. Hang on, can we get, do we see Lulu the robot? We do. You can- <laughs> She's adorable. She looks kind of like, like the cleaning robot. Oh, I love her. <laughs> From yeah. the Jetsons or whatever. She does. Um, 
So she looks she's a little very derpy. cute, and I love her. She comes into play later too. Don't worry. Oh fuck yeah! She, that's the Chekhov's Lulu. <laughs> yeah. So Veronica's like, hell yeah, got me out of French homework. They land on the roof of the building. Dilton My dad is just could be in danger, but at least I have to do homework. <laughs> yeah, feeding them information like one step at a time. He's like, the problem is on vault level seven. Okay. And Sector then he 7G. says, go to level 43, take the passageway to level 7 from there. I don't know why they can't go directly to level 7, but yeah, sure. So they like zip line down the outside of the building, cut a hole through the window, <laughs> and then there's a they secret couldn't... retina scanner on the side of a vending machine what? that opens a secret passageway that is then a, a chute going down to level 7. What the um, fuck, Hiram? Why is know, that just right? in your, like, company building? And then Veronica's, like, late going down the Imagine if Dad had that in his office <laughs> growing up. That would be Dad's amazing. Dad's like, let me show you something cool, kids. <laughs> Get your retinas out. <laughs> I'll add you to the system. Uh, yeah. Veronica is slow coming down the chute because she had to buy some bubble gum from the <laughs> vending machine. Like, I love that. The vending machine has gum vending machine, too. <laughs> It's not just a fucking, like, <laughs> yeah. prop vending machine to disguise. No. Okay. So they see some, like, guys dressed up like thieves. So, they're like, just... striped shirts and... No, they're just in, like, bees. black shirts with, like, black hats on. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they Do look they have villainous. domino masks or anything? They don't have masks on. Oh, okay. They must also have magic costumes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, I don't know who they are. So they see that they've broken into the security vault, and Veronica's like, let's go with procedure... BV-617. Okay, okay. Apparently, they have over 600 different procedures, and that's well, quite impressive. They started at 600, is the thing. <laughs> yeah. They only got like 15 so, or so. this procedure is that they lower themselves from the ceiling upside down, uh, oh, like, like Batman, Batman style. <laughs> yeah. But then they just <laughs> lower themselves all the way down and <laughs> drop onto the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just standing next to these guys. <laughs> it's a fucking great procedure, dude. <laughs> and the guys are like, hey, it's those lousy B and V agent broads. So they like let themselves get seen? <laughs> yeah. So they're just standing there, and the guys are standing there. Just walk and up Veronica's to them. like, broads, what is it, 1947? And then Dilton on their little radio says, use the cocoon, girls, and they spray them with what? something, and then they're wrapped up in a cocoon. So I guess procedure BV617 is lower yourselves uh, upside down, flip oh over to your right side up, walk towards them, <laughs> and then I guess they don't have any further like plans. Like pepper spray them, basically. Like. <laughs> yeah. But you have to so, be told to do that part. Yeah, so they're like, great, we got him. And then we did it. a very large woman grabs him from behind. Of course. Um, and she's like, you two can't stop us. And there's some funny <laughs> jokes about how big this woman is. Um, right, because remember, kids, if you're fat, you're evil, according to Archie well, Comics. Well, she's also very tall and just large. Like, oh, I she see. She looks like she's just, I don't like, know. Like, like look anytime. At, she's like several times. Like, oh wow, her she scale is, very is large. different. She picks them both up by like the nape of their neck, basically. It's like 
any time for like 70 years that when they were, showed a Russian woman on a TV show, she yeah. was like jacked and six feet tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so that. She, and she does have those little like buns, like oh, a bun yeah. on either side. So the she Leia clearly buns. They, they like got that, I don't know, old German lady kind yeah. of thing. Her name is, I don't know, Gerda so or something like that. So they make fun of how like bad that. her breath is. And oh, then on. they're like, uh-oh, how are we going to get out of this when Lulu the robot, like, attacks her Busts by slamming into her from behind? I don't know how she got there. <laughs> yeah. But that gives them the edge they need to cocoon her. And then they make some jokes about how much extra webbing they need. Oh, my God, she's so guys. big. Hilarious. This sucks. Um, Did Lulu just, like, get out of the helicopter in midair? <laughs> fucking plummets or something. They, they landed it on the roof. Oh, She's they not did. Okay. Yeah. I thought they like lowered out of the helicopter no, no. to the window. Okay. Um. No, they landed on the roof and then like zipline down the outside of the building. So conspicuous. Yeah. Also, their helicopter is like bright yellow. So <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Mr. Lodge shows up with the cops. And he's like, I can't believe this. Margo, my top computer analyst. How could you betray me? And then for the first time, she has an <sighs> accent. Oh, no, I guess she has an accent before. So not only is she, she says, big, but she's smart. I just <laughs> wanted a piece of the action. What is so wrong with that? And then she what starts the crying. What the fuck accent is that? And Betty makes fun of her for crying. Whoa, um, Betty? Yeah. Betty, of all people. And then Mr. Lodge thanks them, and Veronica's like, you're welcome, Daddy. Ooh, uh, Mr. Lodge. Because they're like, undercover, Ooh. remember. Well, he knows. He gets, yeah. Oh, that's right. And then they talk about how Lulu saved the day, and Mr. Lodge tells Veronica to do her homework. So, <laughs> next day... Oh my god, sorry, there's more. <laughs> a few weeks later. Oh yeah, there's fucking more. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> Betty is like, I can't help you with your French homework today. I've got a babysit. Oh, but the babies, not babies, the children she's babysitting are terrible. They're being so wild and rambunctious, Betty can't even handle them. Okay. She calls Veronica and asks for help. Put, better put them in their fucking cocoons or something. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Veronica shows up. She's like, wow, it's got to be bad if she called me for help. Um, yeah, for real. Veronica instantly yells, knock it off, turns off the TV and tells the children to read the newspaper in the kitchen. Wow. Uh, Betty's like, wow, you're so tough. And Veronica's like, I've been punished more than you. <laughs> that's actually, that's funny. So apparently this is happening all over town. All the kids are going crazy. Wait, nobody so they're not just normal happening. kids being shitty. No, nobody will fu- babysit anymore because the kids are just all being crazy. And apparently all of the daycares have closed because the kids are so <laughs> high energy. Okay. What the fuck? What's this up with woman- this world where kids are normally just super chill and like listen to you? We see them like hanging from the roofs. They're just Whoa. running around town. This woman is begging Betty, like hands clasped. Oh, Please babysit for me. Please, I'll empty my 401k. Help. Wait, so did Veronica's thing work though? I mean, that day, but this is like continual problem. 
Oh, okay. So she like yelled like, at them. I was like, why don't they all just yell at their kids then? I like guess, that seems yeah. to be what this comic is teaching. Um, no, kids are being too crazy for any human to handle. Cool. Then Dilton calls and is like, "Come to the lab. I have a lead on what's going on with the kids." It's the rage virus. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, he checked into the few kids who weren't acting crazy, and those kids don't have cable TV. Okay. Uh. Veronica's like, you can't blame TV for this. And he's like, yes, you can. When coded messages are being transmitted to them. This is giving me like satanic panic vibes. It is absolutely satanic panic vibes. Really? Uh, Oh, hell yeah. yeah. So he's like, fun time USA cable channel is... (laughs) (laughs) Fucking great name for a channel. Look at this video. And it's a bunch of singing flowers. But when you slow it down... Kill your parents. Uh, they're saying, scream at the top of your lungs, mess up your mom's kitchen, throw your dolls in the microwave, run outside barefoot and track mud everywhere. I love how specific these are. It's not just like, <laughs> know, be yeah. a bad kid. No, specific messaging. Directives, yeah. It's like, and join the Navy or whatever. The worst culprit <laughs> is, Klutzy the Clown. There's a hypnotic oh. code on his costume that causes a reaction in kids, making them hyperactive and wired. So it's in, wait, it's, so it's, it's in his costume? subliminal messaging from his costume and also the programming itself, I guess. Okay, okay. I was like, because, <laughs> yeah, if it's the flowers singing. <laughs> so for, Betty's like, what? what is the point of this? And Dilton says, Lodge Industries owns Kidsville, USA. And Funtime USA is its big rival. And Funtime USA is owned by Choice Foods, Inc., which is owned by General Dynamics Electronics, which is owned by Telstar Communications, Inc., which is a subsidiary of the Blossom Corporation. (gasps) Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) That, like, is not a satisfying reveal after all of those fucking, like... Subsidiaries. I like lost so much they, track of what's supposed to be happening. Go, Veronica actually yawns while he's saying all of this. So yeah, agreed, you're not the only Veronica. One. Yeah, thank you. But then Betty is like, Blossom as in Cheryl Blossom? Yes, Betty. Yeah. No, Jeff Blossom so from So then Hartsburg. the girls um, just go to the Funtime USA HQ where Klutzy the Clown is recording live in front of a studio audience of children. And they just are leap onto the stage to confront him, I guess. <laughs> yeah, beat this clown up on children's and TV. And then the fucking clown says, kids attack. Whoa, all right, and didn't see children... that coming. <laughs> they just, like, swarm them, and it's like fucking well, Lord of the it, Flies. Like, that's the end of part one, and then it starts part two with a recap. So oh we God. open on part two then with... The girls being like, we want to ask you some questions. And Klutzy is like, these bad girls are trying to hurt Klutzy. And then all the kids start running towards him. I see. So it's kind of like a pick your own adventure of what he actually said. Yeah. (laughs) They start like pulling their hair and throwing ice cream at them. Dilton says they should activate their force shields. And then they stand there laughing about how effective their force shields are. And how uh-huh. nothing is, like, touching them anymore. And then they're like, oh, wait, Klutzy ran away. <laughs> oh, shit. doing that. Um, so they just zipline away, leaving the kids running around screaming. Unattended by any yeah. adults, presumably. Nope. Good, good. Presumably. 
So they're back at Lodge Industries with Dilton now. Or not Lodge Industries. They're back at their secret lab with Dilton now. So Klutzy was just gone. Like, yeah, they Klutzy couldn't even fall. Gone, no. <laughs> well, okay. I don't know what happened he, like, there. went through a fucking, like, garbage chute. Apparently. Got in a getaway. Okay. <laughs> and so they're like, we can't track Klutzy, but there is some <laughs> interference over on Elm Street by Archie's house. Arch- we cut to okay. Archie wrecking Archie is Klutzy, lawn. like... And he's like, why do I always get stuck with this yard work? And then he looks up and there's just a sea of children staring at him. Oh, like the and birds? And he's like, uh, yeah. He's like, uh, do you want to help me with some yard work? And then they're like, get him! <laughs> they all pick him up and carry him away. Like he's just I resting on top of all of their little arms. Nothing you could do, Archie. Nothing you could do to get away from that. The girls are on a rooftop that. where they see the children carrying him away. And they're like... Where are they taking him? Why didn't they do anything? And then fucking Cheryl Blossom drops down out of nowhere, and she's like, that's for me to know and you to find out. And she's dressed like a superhero. What the fuck? She's got on, like, a dark red jumpsuit with Uh thigh-high blue boots and, like, elbow-length blue gloves, and there's a boob cutout. Wow, all right. Yeah. Like, Power Girl? Uh, it's not that big, but yeah, okay. it's like a little one. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, it's fuck? an Archie comic. Uh, yeah, it is still you Archie. You can't see cleavage through it, though. Good, good. As, so, you, as you should in this children's yeah. comic for yeah. children. So she's like, I'm not Cheryl. Refer to me as Agent Red, or I'll call you by your real names, Betty and Veronica. And then she explains that she knew it's them because she had their DNA tested. Last time oh. you saved Archie, I took a couple of hairs off him. Like, okay. That's so wild, Cheryl. Um, And then she says she's going to broadcast it to the world, and then Dilton pipes up, and he's like, she did already. It's on Funtime USA right now. Oh. (laughs) So their cover's just blown. So, (laughs) okay. (laughs) That's That sucks. All right. Yeah. And so they're like, why are you doing this? And she's like, I wanted to take over your channel or something. (laughs) Yeah. I wanted to be (laughs) the superhero? Who's working with you on this? You're not smart enough to figure it out yourself. Oh, then shit. Then fucking Ginger drops out of nowhere. Ginger and is Lopez? Like, yeah, it's like, it's what? me. I'm the sidekick. <laughs> I'm best friends with Cheryl. Man, how she shitty is it? She kicks at Veronica's head. And what then the fuck, Ginger? Veronica dodges and tries to kick back, but she has teleported to behind Veronica. <laughs> and then they both teleport like to the other side of the roof. And they're like, how do you have teleport technology? (laughs) Yeah. And Cheryl's like, I tricked your cousin Marcy into making it for me. How is Marcy smarter than Dilton? I don't know. And then Veronica's like, she would never betray me. And then fucking Cheryl pulls up a little video of her her, crying about it and how she didn't know she would use it for evil. What did it's Cheryl Blossom? And then they both like vanish they teleport away wow <laughs> so they're like okay. i guess we've got to rescue archie they're in town square so all the kids just are like to deal just have to deal with that in while town you do square. it uh-huh. uh ginger lopez is standing at the top of town hall at the like clock tower and she's right. fucking holding archie over like just the air she's like dangling him off the top of this clock tower or something and she says as she's holding like the back of his shirt so girl is strong i was just gonna say she is ripped damn maybe marcy made like super suits or something that gives them strength of a god or whatever she says if we don't get the access codes to the airways from lodge industries archie gets dropped that's not (laughs) 
gonna convince Hiram. No, but Hiram actually is there, and he's like, don't harm the boy, I'll do what you want. And we have a scene oh. of Veronica like, oh, you do care, and he's like, don't push it. I mean, I... <laughs> I, I joke, but I didn't think Hiram would actually let a child die rather yeah. than, like... <laughs> I'm amazed that Ginger's just fucking gonna kill Archie. Yeah, this is an amazing heel turn for Ginger. So, I know. It's fucking so wild. Archie's like, or uh, Mr. Lodge is like, I'm the only one who knows the codes. I'll hand it over. Just don't hurt him. And then also, Mr. Deal- Blossom shows up and he's like, don't fall victim to my daughter's evil whims. What? Does everyone just show up in this <laughs> comic? Because now Clutchy the Clown is here. Oh my Christ. Like, oh, he was Mr. Blossom. Oh. business, Blossom. Stay out of our way. Wait, and what? And then... <laughs> Mr. Thought, Blossom is Klutzy like, works for Mr. how Blossom. dare you? And he grabs at Mr. Blo- uh, at Klutzy, ripping off his mask. It's Cheryl Blossom. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> and then they're like, wait, you're Klutzy the Clown? And she's like, that's right. The real Klutzy wouldn't go along with my evil scheme. I, so, so I, I killed over. him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh my God, Betty's Jesus like, but why? Christ. <laughs> Yeah. And Cheryl goes on to say, everybody knows the media rules the world. Step aside, Oprah. Make way for Cheryl. <laughs> and I she would watch points that at show. Betty. She's like, the kids love this do-gooder for some reason and hate me. And then <laughs> Jason just pops out of nowhere and is like, because you're evil. And she's nice. <laughs> and she's like, shut up. <laughs> I would watch the fuck out of Oprah, but she's mean. Yeah. That would be great. So then on the big screen TV that's just facing Town Square, there's another coded message. It brings the kids out of their trance, and they're like, hey, she's using us. She's not even the real Klutzy. Uh, oh, apparently- kids are so dedicated to Klutzy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking best no, the TV kids star. Literally, they're just like, she's using us. Get her. Uh, I thought she was on her. Town Hall. Wait, or is Ginger the only one on Town Hall? Ginger's the one standing on Town Hall. So Cheryl's um, just with standing Archie, around in the crowd? Who is still dangling over the crowd. Okay, okay. And Cheryl was in her klutzy costume in the crowd oh. to confront Mr. Blossom. Seems like a poor, <laughs> poor planning on her part. Yeah. So Marcy apparently hacked in with a code reversing the evil trance message okay um and then we see cheryl getting carried away by the children Uh uh-huh they're like put her down kids there's nothing you can do that'll be worse for her than (laughs) what were they gonna do (laughs) i don't know (laughs) jesus christ veronica's like you can't do anything that'll be worse than my plans for and then cheryl's like uh actually kids you can take me away (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty good and so then they're like her in kid jail Glad that's over. And Ginger's like, what do you mean over? And they're like, you can stop now. We know you were just Cheryl's pawn. And she's like, I... fuck you guys. I have a mind of my own. And then she just fucking flies away with Archie. Oh, I thought she was going to drop him. No. And they're like, well, what's happening? Also, she's got rocket boots. I want those. Oh, my God. What is <laughs> happening? Yeah, How is it go- he's still going? <laughs> and then we Ginger? <laughs> Ginger is like... Sitting Archie down at a table and pop tates, and she's like, "We're on our first date, Archie kids. Isn't this fun?" <laughs> so they just rewrote Ginger's character. Yeah, and they're like, "She's gone crazy. We can't get too close to her, or she'll crack and kill Archie." <laughs> she's like, "Let's share a soda, Archie kids. 
two on a soda. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the fuck? <laughs> the girls are like, I don't know what to do. Marcy teleports him, over to them. Uh, and she's like, okay, I'll teleport to Ginger and teleport her out to you. So she does Just that. Just get Archie out. Why, why Ginger? Get <laughs> Archie out of there. She teleports Ginger out, grabs her teleportation band so she can't teleport away. And then she Jesus. teleports back inside to take Archie home. And he's like, I have homework to do. Yeah. Wow. Remarkably so calm, then, young lad. <laughs> yeah. They just have Ginger tied up, and the girls are arguing about who gets to have their first date with Archie as the cops arrive to take her away. All right. Wow. And uh, then they're like, great, everything's back to normal, except oh everybody God. knows our real identities. And then we have some people are all like, help, my cat's in a tree. Somebody's been messing with my property. And oh they're like, oh, we need our secret identities back. And then we Just end on Dilton the color thinking to himself, or some shit. I wonder if 007 is hiring. That's not... The you end. mean MI5 or MI6 or whatever? <laughs> 007's the dude. <laughs> Dumbass. That's a good point. <laughs> I wonder if James Bond needs a new cute... Like, what? Yeah. So, uh, that's... That's that one for you. Oh, wow. I read that and I was like, this is the wildest fucking shit I've ever read. So many reveals in that (laughs) comic. Ginger's just evil, like more evil than Cheryl. I think part of the wildest- Superpowers are real. Also, they introduce like these (sighs) other characters in the first one that they didn't bring back in the second one. I think- Like Sue Stringbean and- Ever, oh, ever, Sue never. Stringley? <laughs> yeah. I do just need to highlight, I think it's absolutely wild that Ginger shows up and says, I'm her sidekick, which yeah, is just a crazy thing to say. Yeah, but then she's like, I'm not say. just a sidekick. Don't I treat know. me like that. Maybe she said that and she's like, fuck, do I think about myself that way? And was like, I need to do something about my self-esteem. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. So, yes, we've we've gone a little bit uh, long today. I don't even but know how long this episode will be because of all our issues Technical that we difficulties, had. which we but had we many of. we got through it, guys. We did, gang. Thanks. And it's, it's kind of a, seems like a bad omen that this was episode 99. Don't <laughs> worry we're about gonna, it. We're just going to ignore that part of it. And we're going to go ahead and start walking out of the episode. Before we dive into our admin, though, we do have... Uh, a real quick segment of things to other media to consume in addition to or perhaps instead of your Archie comics. I thought um, you were going to say this podcast, and I was like, don't tell no, them that. No, <laughs> always in addition to this this podcast. Yeah. But if you uh, don't feel like reading Archie comics, Meg and I uh, have been doing little recommendations just for yeah. things we enjoy uh, that you should check out. Do you have one off the bat, or I can go? I do. Since I'm wearing this great t-shirt, yeah. I'm going to recommend the podcast Dungeons and Daddies. And we've talked about it before. It's a great podcast. It is, I think, the best D&D podcast that I've listened to. It's definitely the funniest. It is very funny and mm-hmm. very good. And mm-hmm. it's about four dads flung into the Forgotten Realms in a yes. search for their lost kids. Yes. And it makes you laugh. It makes you cry. Um, Legitimately both of those things, too. <laughs> yeah. I laugh so fucking hard at the that podcast all the time. So their season one is wrapped up, they did a bonus arc, and they're starting season two. So start at the beginning and get caught up and enjoy an amazing podcast. Yes. Great, great crew. Dungeons Um, and Daddies. 
yes, great crew. Absolutely fantastic podcast. I, I love it. I love those folk. They're 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 good. They're good people. They um, sure awesome. are. Well, I will recommend um, this is this is a movie I had not watched in a very long time. Um, I that I'm going to recommend. I know this is a movie you also enjoy, Megan. Yeah. This is the film A Mighty Wind. Oh my which, god, we just watched is, it recently. Yes, uh, I just watched it yesterday. Uh, it was the first time my girlfriend had seen it, and we'd we'd previously previously watched uh, Best in Show, also by the yeah. same director, same style of movie. So good. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I was always under the impression that the way these movies are shot and filmed is largely improvised. Yes. Uh, if Almost not entirely. entirely. Yeah. yeah. Like as I so I think they have like character backstories and like plot considerations, but the scenes are unscripted. They know where yep. they need to go and where they're starting. And so not only is it a brilliantly funny movie with some of the best cast you'll ever see in a movie, uh you've got Eugene Levy, Jane Lynch, Catherine O'Hara, Jennifer Coolidge, uh was it Harry Shearer, I think Parker uh, Posey. I mean, Parker Posey, Christopher Guest, John yeah. Michael Higgins is in it. Michael McKean, just like the funniest, smartest people mm-hmm. in comedy. And A Mighty Wind is about putting on a folk concert memorial. It's just hilarious. It's so goofy. It's so much fun. Uh, I will say there is one final oh, scene yeah. right at the end that has not aged well. It does not age well. It does not age well at all. It's There's a trans character at the end that they... is it, The whole character is a joke. Like, it's played for laughs. So if you cut right before like the final it's like they're doing like a catching up with the characters so if you just stop it before the final one yeah. you'll enjoy the movie perfectly but mm-hmm. that is the one black very mark very much on a an... joke of its time exactly it's it's the one black mark on an otherwise fantastic film uh that's just very funny and actually has a lot of heart and really good music too um so yeah, yeah, a mighty wind, the mighty wind, a mighty wind. I think a mighty wind, a mighty wind. Christopher Guest yeah, film. It's so yeah, a song. A mighty wind Wind's is coming. <laughs> it's a sweeping across the land. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, so Parker yes, po- not Parker Posey. Jane Lynch is so fucking funny in that one. Oh my god. <laughs> Red, blue, indigo, violet. Yes. <laughs> a little weird yes. color cult. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. The the voice and facial expressions that Eugene Levy does kills me oh, every God, time. Yeah. Mitch and Mickey. So yes. All right. Done with the recommendations. We can do our admin. Um, as always, you can find us uh, various places around the internet, but the best place to find everything we do is going to be our website, RiverdaleHighAV.club. It has links to our Instagram, our Twitter, our uh, email is on there. Our Patreon is on there. Our Podchaser is on there. Check that shit out. Leave us a review. Tell a friend about us. Um, do we haven't had this call to action for a while? But have a listening party, and if you do, yeah. And uh, we've got some of the old RHS public access. You could do a listening party to some of those episodes of Sabrina or Riverdale or something. Yeah. Um, so please, that would be a blast. We always appreciate that stuff. If you let us know, we'll send you some little special bonusy stuff. Yes, we would love to. But as always, please feel free to reach out to us on any of our socials, send us questions, ideas for bits, stuff like that. And the last thing, I'm just going to hit it again. Please tell a friend about the show. We do not pay for advertising. We don't pay for any sort of publicity or press or anything like that. All of the uh, growth we get is through word of mouth, and that is the 
best and oldest way to spread the news about something you like. So if you enjoy the show and you have a friend who likes comics or Archie comics or just dumb teenagers, uh, tell them about (laughs) our show and tell them that they would probably like it and that we're super charming and fun. So I think that'll do it for me. Do you have anything else, Meg? I don't. Awesome. Well, as always, this has been the Riverdale High AV Club. I have been Ezra. And I've been Megan. And on this episode 99, we will see you at the Chocolate Shop. Bye. Bye bye. Let me get some coffee. Oh, black jack. My go juice. Yes, I know. Probably one of the mugs you made for me. Yeah, I put um, through a face. <laughs>